2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
3: He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective.
1: Yeah, I... I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. And uh, he's
2: doing a great job. I okay. need you
1: to man up and say what you really want to say.
2: Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Steiny and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The game.
1: Morning, everybody. Matt Stein, Matt Stahl, the Guru Johnson, with you on a Thursday. Going up
3: on a Thursday. Norm just texted me. Thought we were off because it's ten oh five. Uh, I well. said no. We started ten. Norm, just, if put you it want down. to take
1: a shot at Fontaine Shasky, <laughs> take a shot at Fontaine and Shasky. <laughs> Those Don't are my brothers. Oh boy. Don't yeah, go through 10, Norm. Eighteen. Right. Uh, what's up, baby? Not much. Not much. So it's funny because the Super Bowl was Sunday. It's Thursday now. <laughs> And it's one of those things where over the course of a week, man, Goo, a lot of stuff has come out. The boss came up to me and Evan and you and said, guys, think about this for a minute. Since the Super Bowl, Steve Wilkes was fired. You had Feliciano and Burford going at it on on Twitter. Bosa said we weren't prepared for the run-pass option. Ayuk's family's making uh, making some noise about his future. Juszczyk said he didn't know the rule about overtime, and some other players didn't. Uh, and then he threw this one in there, that after the Chiefs um, lost the coin toss, but realized that they were going to n- kick off anyway, mm-hmm. that the Chiefs kind of laughing during the coin toss was another thing. So we got Warriors to talk about, and we will. But oh, I guess my yeah. question to Forty Nine er fans is: you know, Now that we've kind of had a week or two, a week or two, five days, what bothers you the most right now? And was it different than what bothered you an hour after the game? Because wow. I mean, I'll, so just, much I'll, I'll just let me just and, right. I, and I'll throw you my thoughts, okay. and then you you, yeah. you tell uh, me what you go think. Ahead. I watched the game, and in the immediate aftermath of the game, I said, you know what, they they, they didn't quite play well enough. I thought they, they just didn't do enough to a man. It was a close game. They had so many chances. One or two, three plays go different. All that stuff. But now it's Thursday. And I'm thinking, I think it was a big mistake to take the ball in overtime. That's, that's one that I'm thinking, you know what, the more I think about that, the more it's becoming, I don't want to say obvious cuz there's always going to be a gray area right. on those goo. But I think they made I think that was a mistake. Okay. Did it cost them the Super Bowl? I can't make that leap from A to B, but it didn't help. And I guess that's the one thing that kind of gets me on Thursday is the overtime was something that was kind of significant, but I feel like Shanahan is glossing over it, and and you know, yesterday he said something like, "Yeah, we gonna uh, you know, it didn't wasn't didn't matter, mm-hmm. didn't matter at that point. You know what? With all due respect to Shanahan, that's where I want a coach to say, "You know what? We thought we did it right. Maybe if that situation comes up again, we'll take another look at it, and maybe we'll do the same thing, but maybe we won't." Why? Why can't he do that? I, possibly. Wow. I, that's what I mm-hmm. guess. That's what. You know, and I'm not here to say he needs to be fired or anything like that, but dude, just. I'd love it. Say, you know what? Maybe next time we do something a little different. Does anybody out there think Kyle Shanahan would do anything different if they had the Super Bowl tomorrow?
3: I, I'm i going to tell you this because I got so much. I'm, I, I just processed what you said. I appreciate it. And after the game in real time, Stoney. Yep there was growth from your partner because I really had no, I don't want to say antagonist, I had nobody on my list that stood out more or I was ready to come here and blow the house down and say, oh, such and such cost him the game, you know, Um, some more than others. But I will say with what's going on and what happened yesterday after hearing Kyle say uh, about Steve Wilkes and all his coaches, Stani, you tell me if I'm wrong here. There's a greaseball element coming from Kyle Shanahan that's not sitting well with me. And let me tell you why. We all saw the turbulence, if you really had that vision, that x-ray vision, with Steve Wilkes and this Niner defense. But to say you needed time in the lab to think about coaches coming back and to come to that conclusion yesterday that fast, I just, there's the greaseball part of it for me, partner, is I feel like you announced it when you maybe could have waited two weeks, but you announced it in a way to where I feel like subliminally Kyle Shanahan was saying we lost the Super Bowl because of our defense. And from my vantage point, I could totally be wrong. I don't like it. And my runner-up, I know you didn't ask, is Bosa? Mm. How the hell are you not on the field for every play in overtime and in the fourth? And step to the mic and say what it is. You were not fond of Steve Wilkes and the calls he was making, and let that be it. You got that gravitas. You you get the hundred milli, but to come out and say we weren't prepared for everything, uh, we're good on the backside. That's what I don't like. But those would be my top two. But. I'm going to ask you and the listeners, 888-957-9570, has anything since Sunday transpired from a Kyle Shanahan standpoint to where you like him less? And is that fair, Stony? Because we're taking calls left and right. They kind of, something's changed a little bit.
1: Well, for me, it's not liking him less uh, or more, but, I mean, maybe the questions come more frequently. Maybe the skepticism is more in abundance. I, I mean, he's he's had an unbelievable amount of success without winning the big one. Do you think he can't win the big one? If you don't think he can win the big one, then then we do have to make some decisions. You would think if if you think that he's a hell of a coach that he's going to break through. Well, then to me, there's there's really not a lot of decisions to be made. I, I'll say this: here's what I actually do believe. All right, uh, Wilkes is a scapegoat. But I also agree. I don't think he was a good fit because I don't think he got the most out of the defense. And I do think there's, I, I don't think the players were crazy about Wilkes. But I actually come at it from the other way. I bet you if you ask Kyle Shanahan, I bet you he would tell you, you know what? I should, we should have fired Steve in the middle of that losing streak. I bet you if he had it to do over again, he would have fired Wilkes in the beginning of uh, in the middle of the year wow. because now. Isn't it obvious they weren't on the same page? No, there was something not clicking, yeah. and it lasted the whole season. And they both kind of lived with each other, but they weren't crazy about each other. And Kyle threw him under the bus, and maybe things changed at that point um, for the for even the worse. But I'll bet you Kyle Shanahan kind of wishes he would have seen what would happen if he cut the cord. At the moment, he had doubts, which let's say was after the three-game losing streak. No,
3: I'm not mad at that at all. And let me tell you why that might not have been a bad idea, because I was going to look at you not knowing what I'm about to share with you and say, well, that wouldn't work, Steiny." Who the hell would call the defense? But there's sound here we can play where Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator. To me, defensive coordinators implement their system. It's their algebra. And for Steve Wilkes to say I'm still learning the system and principles, I'm paraphrasing, somebody else was doing something or had input too, Stoney. So that shook me to my core that this man's in a defensive coordinator position, and yet it's not your baby. It's not your math. It's not your fractions. So... That was alarming in itself. I don't know if we had that. Snoddy, do we have that sound? Which one? Uh, the Steve Wilks yep. saying he, he's still learning the system.
1: Take a listen. This is after the Vikings It's your system. Game.
3: It's always challenging when you've done your own thing for 17 years. It's a little different, but I'm encouraged. I got a great supporting cast. These coaches around me are phenomenal. They know this defense. They, they, they know their craft. Uh, these players are great. So uh, we're all in this together, man. So I'm not hitting the panic button at all. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> I, that, it's, it's interesting, Stani. And, a, and my last thing, Mark yeah. Willard. I can shout out to Dibbs oh. and Willard. So, if you don't think Wilkes is a scapegoat, it still falls at Kyle's feet, be, just as Mark said, Willard, because he hired him, Stani. Yep. You got to have the foresight to know if it's going to mesh in jail. So, I'll say this about Kyle Do I think he should be fired? No. Am I more skeptical? This is the most doubt now that I have that he can win the big game that plays out the way it did. That took a hit. But, Matt, what do you do? He, he's he got so much power, he's almost untouchable.
1: Well, I don't think there's anything to do. You go out Matt. and hire a defensive coordinator, and you come back and, and, and do the best you can with the players you have, most of whom will be back from, from this team. The question I asked... At the start of the show was four or five days after the Super Bowl. What's bothering you the most? Mm. And here's what's bothering me the most.
4: This is something we talked about with you know the, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we decided to be better. We wanted the ball third. If um, both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal, and if if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that.
1: No,
3: good God! No, I'm not
1: on board with that one.
3: Can I give uh, you an analogy? And I'm a bad one. Yeah. I'll pass it right back. Yep. I want to have children. You got to get a girlfriend first. You know what I mean? Well, you can't. What are you talking about? Third, adopt, adopt Evan wears first, second, for Third, that's entitlement. That you might. You know what I mean? You can just hit a walk off.
1: <laughs> here's oh, here's, here's the other thing that. Uh, um, that hit me about, about uh, Shanahan. It's obvious. I mean, th- this one I think we have to acknowledge. And maybe 99 out of 100 games, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs were exceedingly more prepared for an overtime game Damn. than the San Francisco 49ers. And, and here's, here's what I was thinking about. So here's what we know. The Chiefs had been talking about that all year long. Let's say four months. Four plus months. Hey, I know it's down the road, but if, 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 if. And by the time it came up, they knew, if it happens, we're deferring. We're deferring, we're deferring, we're deferring. They, they, all year long, they talked about it and got more and more affirmed that if this situation were to come up, they would take the ball second. Okay? Now, let's... Go to Kyle Shanahan. They didn't deal with this till the playoffs. Then he told the assistant coaches to talk to the players and make sure they knew the rule. But I think that the Chiefs used four months of data and decided this is the best way to do it. We must defer if we win the toss. To give Patrick and our team a chance at, at at the very end. Shanahan did not prepare for that moment for four months. He prepared for it much less than that, and the data he used wasn't as comprehensive. And he fixated, maybe, or or thought the most important part of that was, well, who gets it third? Well, who gets it? I mean, there's part of me that goes, who gets it third?
2: Yeah.
1: Who might not be a third? <laughs> but... That's where I think the 49 and and the fact that the Chiefs players during that toss were so gleeful and that they were they were incredulous incredible. yeah incredible that the 49ers were not uh taking the or were not deferring Man. like it almost gave them confidence yeah. like they walked off after like the coin toss Sani. like this is unbelievable <laughs> we lost the toss but we still get
5: we we, we got momentum exactly
1: yeah. Exactly. So that's the that's the that's the part that just I don't know. I wish Kyle would look at that a little bit differently and at least say, oh, no, everybody on the other side's got a good point. I see it. Well, I'll tell we'll you Think what. about it next time. I'll tell you what. Can't about Can't even that. do
3: that if he learned his lesson. We won't know until his team gets to the Super Bowl and again <laughs> or playoffs, a playoff. or playoffs, I just can't believe I sat there with my fat butt not knowing the rules. And I don't believe I. You, to, I'm, but that's kind of the thing. So, did you know the rules? No, Tanya? no, but I that, did not. not bother. But, that, but
1: that's what I'm getting at. Is so now we go into overtime. Matt Stearns and Daligrew <laughs> Johnson. We're watching overtime. Okay, now we're going into overtime. Hey, you guys know the rules are different, right? Yeah, no, we big twelve. Well, Shanahan will say, "Yeah, I know," but it would just be like, "Oh, the rules are different." Well, okay. Well, let's make a decision. Like you're making a decision right there, right then, based on. Whereas Andy Reid and the Chiefs have been thinking about this forever, and their players knew. Yeah. All right, is the number. Steining Guru with you. Uh, we have a... Great show coming up today. We're going to get into some Warriors well, later. Hey, well, we have to. At noon, we're going to have Ted Wen. He's an NFL staff writer for The Athletic. He's really, really good on X's and O's. He studies game film. Man. And I can't wait, because the first thing I, I'm going to ask him is, were Ayuk and Kittle and Debo not open, or were they open and Purdy didn't see him. He's the kind of uh, writer... An analyst that will have great answers to those kind of questions uh let's go grab a call let's go get uh ch- ch- let's go start at mike in san rafael mike in san rafael kick us off buddy mike in san rafael. hello guys hey, hey. hey, glad to be
6: in your call still hurt still hurting from the uh the super bowl loss uh i'm a season ticket holder with the niners and the warriors um uh and right. uh I was hoping last night would have been a little healing, uh, but we we lost at the Warrior game too. But uh you know, my perspective on the on a football game is a little different than uh than yours. Uh mm-hmm. I feel that um, the uh the real issue was um, well first of all the defense did hold them to nineteen points in regulation. Uh so I think the defense did a great job. But we needed a Purdy for thirty, and I'm not blaming Purdy, I think Purdy did a great job. With, against Patrick Mahomes, we need a double-digit lead, two-touchdown lead in regulation time to have that buffer. As soon as we get into overtime, I don't think it mattered first or second. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we're in the Michael Jordan, Patrick Mahomes zone. Nine times out of ten, you're going to lose to that guy in overtime. We needed to execute better. And you got to give credit because I think too many Niners have sour, sour grapes and whining and complaining and criticizing things that are wrong. The Chiefs defense stopped us from doing what we were trying to do. Sure, we made mistakes. They made mistakes. They capitalized on our, you know that that fluke thing with the with the punt. Right. Um, oh man. Theater, uh, you know we didn't capitalize. But the bottom line is we didn't get enough touchdowns. Even George Kittle said that you got to have a buffer with that guy. Damn. And I don't think it mattered whether they're going first or second. Patrick Mahomes is going to find a way. If you're you're in Vegas and you're betting against Patrick Mahomes, uh, well, it's a losing proposition. Well, you uh, know that, what, that's Mike.
1: Just, uh, Mike, it sounds like what you're saying is when they weren't scoring in the first half and they didn't score on those three possessions, like y- you knew trouble was brewing.
6: Absolutely. We lost it then. We didn't lose it in overtime. We were going to lose it in overtime. That's fair. We needed to not be in that situation. Yep. And, and then the other thing is uh, I, I uh, the Wilkes thing, I agree with the fire. I don't take it scapegoating. You make a decision. It didn't work out. I don't think it's a, you could call it a scapegoat. I, I think that's uh, sour grape stuff. He First of all, this idea that uh, the way that... I don't like the way Shanahan, Shanahan answered the question, energetic versus uh, good coach. Right. I think we need somebody who's both. I think you can have... Look at Dan Campbell as a coach of the Lions. He's passionate, but he's a very smart coach. You may argue with some of his tactics, but he's very smart and he's very successful. Sure. We need a replica cool. of Salah and, uh, you know, um, D'Amico, that were both smart and fiery. And that's to set the culture for our defense. We did not peak going no. into the playoffs. Wow. The Chiefs peaked perfectly into the yeah, playoffs. We fumbled our way into the playoffs. Not, I mean, into the through the playoffs. We did not peak. We were not playing. We lost to Baltimore. We got hammered by Baltimore. We got lost you. to Cincinnati. Hey, Mike, I got yeah, you,
1: buddy. I want to get some other people man. in here, but uh, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. I, you know the overtime decision I didn't like, and you knew but it
3: then because you can I say have they lost. Yeah, and Goop, yeah. can
1: I say well that's why they lost? No, I can't say yeah. that's why they lost the game, but that was one of man dozens of things. Maybe that had they gone a little different, maybe the outcome would be different.
3: Why I like doing radio with you because we're family. All of us, but Donnie, Evan, you and I, we could talk about any and every subject, Donnie, and I just got to go here because I'm going to read this from Anthony Jackson, and I brought it up yesterday uh, on the first NorCal Credit Union YouTube chat because my phone, it has a lot of this. I don't agree for the first time, but I'm going to read this to you real quick. This from Anthony Jackson. So tired of black coaches in the NFL like Wilkes being scapegoated. Margin fair for black coaches uh, in this league, in the NFL's razor thin. Anthony, there's so much truth to that, but I'm sorry, Stoney. From my vantage point, I saw in Minnesota on that all-out blitz – by and called by Wilks, uh, him coming out the booth from upstairs, the D line where it's the most expensive part of your team, all of a sudden collectively took a step back. My point is, whether right or wrong, Helen Keller could see that Steve Wilks was in je- Steve Wilks was in jeopardy. So I'm I, I hear a lot of that, but I feel like Wilks for whatever reason, Stani, why would he take a job if his imprint or his thoughts and and, and and um, principals were not going to be all over this defense. And now it sounds like he was running somebody else's defense. So I kind of understand the move, but it's not why they lost the Super Bowl. And what's climactic about it, Now I'll, I'll, I'll shut up here, is I can make an argument their best performance in the last five weeks of football was Sunday. So this is bigger than Sunday, I guess I'm telling you. I uh,
1: am. Yeah. I right. I hear you Anthony I disagree here with the Wilks though. I mean the other thing is they had two minority defensive coordinators nah. Nah. before Wilks and both of them became head coaches. And they
3: got draft uh compensation and Steve, for that too. And
1: Steve Wilks was an NFL head coach. Um just throwing that in there yeah. without without any uh without any That's comment. Just a thought man. Uh all right. Let's go to Cynthia. Cynthia and San Leandro. We got hey. time for Cynthia. How you doing Cynthia? morning. Thank you for taking my call.
7: Sure. And thank you for having this topic this morning about Kyle Shanahan. I'm of the belief that Kyle Shanahan deserves to be fired. What I feel as a fan is he accepts no responsibility for anything. He's laying the blame at the feet of everybody else except himself. He's the head coach. As a fan, what I don't want to hear is the players say they didn't know the rules. That should have all come from the coach. He's
3: the leader. Do his job. That is, I Cynthia, I hear you. And again, study she got me thinking about my my thing in my heart that you asked about real quick here. The timing of it. You you got guys saying they didn't know the rules. That's on you. Your offense basically sputtered the whole game. That's on you, Kyle. But yet you want to fire Wilkes. I just felt like if there was any respect or class component to it, and maybe I'm wrong, they didn't give up 80 on the in the Super Bowl. I don't like the timing. The timing is kind of like, yeah, I'll make this the story so it ain't on me.
1: Yeah, well, it's got to be on him. Mm. I mean, it, it it is, and it will be, and we're talking about it. Um, and the question is, how you feeling about the 49ers right now? Is there something that's bugging you more Thursday morning today than it did, let's say, Monday morning right after the game? Um, hey, a reminder that you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Guru on the free Odyssey app, plus watch us on YouTube and Twitch powered by First NorCal Credit Union. 888-957-9570 is the number. How you feeling? Is there anything bugging you more now than bugged you in the immediate aftermath of that game? 888-957-9570. That segment also sponsored by Lawton Skilled Nursing and Rehabilitation.
3: I want to have children. You got to get a girlfriend
1: first.
2: Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game.
1: Steinie Guru, ninety-five-seven. The game aftermath of the Super Bowl. What is Clay Thompson
2: doing?
3: It is single. We'll get to it. And I don't know. I'm gonna say this is a show, Spadoni Evan Steinie. If we're ever on the hoop court and I'm down because I got hit in the head, and you guys don't stop play, that is the the ball went up four times. <laughs> I would have got up if I were Dre and just said, y'all MFers are just going to keep playing. You don't see me down. I have never. Stiney, I pulled out the stopwatch. They kept going. Let's just keep playing for Hey, Dre, I love you. They love you. But that was wow.
1: Stiney. The bottom line is is for 12 years they've been playing four-on-five offensively, and they didn't even notice. They didn't even notice he was laying on the floor for three – No, I'm just kidding. They're not going to come back down, are they? And they did! So my understanding of that is – the refs can stop the game at any point if they think it's a serious injury. Great, go bye bye. <laughs> but That's... the Warriors didn't seem to think it was a serious injury because they weren't fouling, and they were still trying to score. Well, like, he's not so... taking a nap, you know. I... Stoney,
3: they kept the Warriors kept playing. Yeah, I saw did. Steph got the ball. He'll stop it. He's a good. <laughs> they just kept trying. To...
1: Yeah. Why do you think I'm laughing? I don't know why I'm laughing.
7: It just,
1: I was off. Well, I'm laughing because Steve Kerr went nuts.
7: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries
1: Come down Clay's road because, oh, man, I mean, he's got to know it was a dumb foul. He,
3: they just put him back in the game.
1: Yeah, Maybe he didn't know the scoring situation. Well, wouldn't that's 1st wouldn't, Would be. wouldn't be the first time the Warriors have lost track of that in the last couple of years. All right, let's get back to the Niners. Yeah. 888-957-9570. Let's go to Rich and Hayward. Uh, Rich, uh, Rich, what do you got, buddy? How are you?
7: Hey. Doing good, you know. I met you guys at that at Hilton at the beginning of the year. Yeah, there and, you go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I'll tell you, you know, I'll tell you right now is that you know, and I called yesterday, but I'll tell you right now if that I don't care if it's solid whoever was the defensive coordinator, you're going to be fired today or yesterday because you know both uh, the game right. was on the line, fourth and one. And that's your only response. That's your main response. like, I played that position before, in high school, some in college. And you he give up that corner. He bit on the run. Ah. One. I'm not saying that's the only thing, but you know what? It's like, it's like. And then for six years, I'm like, come. On, that's the game. And then ninety five comes in there, and then they talked about Wilt's that zero, and they blew that timeout. It's like, come on. You know, you got to put some pressure on this dude. They did that to Purdy, and they did that right off Williams' side. Williams had, to, you know, he had his guy. You know, that's his responsibility. Then they brought that blitz, and that's why we had to do the the, the onside team, you know, the, the field goal on that. And then they came down there, tied the game. It's it's just fundamental football, and I love Bosa, but, you know, it's like it, you get paid all that money for a reason. And And Lynch... And, and I like, I'll tell you right now, I don't fire Shanahan because I love Lynch. Because Lynch and their good duo, and that's the reason why, you know, and, and yeah, there's Lemon Booty. I'll tell you there, that that's Lemon Booty just, and, you know, the, for Shanahan. Because even Lynch in that first Super Bowl we went to, he was like, time out, time out, time out. And if anybody's played the game like he has, you just say, dude, and, and Shanahan did too. He went to Texas, and, uh, but uh it's just you can't give up the corner. You can't give up that corner. That's something yeah, that's, that's something Romo
1: a- was talking about on the air. A and, fair amount of yeah. time. Bad look for Bosa. It's a bad, bad look for Bosa to to do that to Wilkes. And now he's talking is what's bothering me. I'm convinced that
5: he,
1: that, no doubt. that Wilkes is gonna get fired anyway. Yeah. But Why'd, you, why, why'd he do that? Why'd Bosa do that? To make sure, Stiney. Yeah, and
3: I'll does. say this. <laughs> oh, uh, I heard Bonte and Shasky going in. I, w- I had my fist up in the air. Stiney, you're telling me you're going to call out the coach, the defensive coordinator, but there were major important plays in that game in the fourth quarter and overtime. You were on the sideline. I- I'll just leave that there for you. And I know we disagree about Bosa. I can't hate on him to where I'm- I said he would – there was impact, Stoney, and I know you're like, ah, oh, good. I, he, he was all right, but Bosa, there was some impact. But that fourth and one, man, and then you got the audacity to say, "Oh, we're good. He can. He's good on the back end, and we weren't prepared for everything."
1: That's that man. That's kind of greaseball ish. Maybe he was good on the back end is because the the defensive line was supposed to be such a position of strength that it didn't need as much coaching as the defensive backfield. Yeah, <clears throat> I would think that the Defensive line is the best part of that. And the linebackers are right there with them. Maybe you ought to coach the defensive backs because they were the weakest part of that that defense. Yeah. Ryan's in Livermore. Hey, Ryan, what's going on, man? The more.
7: Good morning, sir. Hey. Hey, hey. hey thanks for taking me on. Um, I appreciate the, uh, the answer, and I listen to you guys almost every day with my son, and we're diehard Niner fans here. We, uh, I want to talk about the loss of Dre Greenlaw mm-hmm. um, during the game. I didn't think much of it um, just because we, there was still a lot going on. Game was still going on. But knowing now that he tore his Achilles and is gone for the next year, that's a huge loss. That's, uh, that's uh, Bowman and Willis 2.0 right there, Warner and, uh, and um, Greenlaw. Like, how, do, how are we going to replace that? Like, whether it's through the draft or through free agency, you just can't replace a guy like him. Like, he's a, he's a monster out there. So, I don't know.
1: Here's the thing uh, that I was thinking, and maybe this is unfair, maybe it's a cheap shot. So, people are saying that when Greenlaw left that game, that's kind of when Kelsey... No doubt. Okay. Yeah. I thought we had... So, Fred Warner can't do that? Well, he's had... then Now he's got to
3: do two things. Where they... When both of them were there... Both of them were so spectacular at what they do, Stoney. The assignments, when one drops, now I got to go to,
1: you know, and then. Hey, how, how about just. All right, Fred, you got. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, I Tell me, Stoney, you don't know anything about football. No. How about just nobody? Hey, uh, Fred, why don't you cover Kelsey? And, well, may- we may- saw that. and maybe he couldn't, but or maybe he got put in some bad
3: positions, I don't know. Again, I keep going to our guys in the morning, Donnie, but they made a great point. Remember the NFC Championship game against Seattle? The Niners, the Richard Sherman game, when Cap got picked off, and Bowman, his career was forever changed. And he never, w- you know what I mean? So Greenlaw might be back week three. And I owe you an apology yesterday, stoney I- I had some stuff going on. But anyway, uh, took it out on you. Yeah, it's, well, it's, you've done it to me before. Not, not but me, Yeah, but yeah, okay, anyway, I love But no, no, seriously. Well, I'm not I, accepting yeah. it. But I still stand by the Green Law stance, Donnie. Like, we don't know if they're going to be great again. And that's why tomorrow's not promised. And before you grab this next call, you brought up yesterday, and I was driving home, the Carl Malone. Uh, and Jordan there, but just imagine had they closed the deal, Brock Purdy would be one of three quarterbacks that have beat Mahomes. Mm. They have a rival now, and now you just feel like, is Brock the guy? I'm not saying he's not, but this is going to – everything's changed, Matt, and it's another Niner uh, fan base of close, no
1: cigar. Curtis and Napa. What's up, Curtis. How you doing, man? Hey guys, how you feeling? How you What's up, C? Oh my! I am
4: I am thirty three. All right. I I don't count yeah, when you're they lost, when they won at last and yeah. like ninety five. I mean, I yeah, you got nothing. I was Curtis. just a little kid.
1: <laughs> Say again? I said you got nothing. You got every right to be mad. <laughs> Go ahead.
4: <laughs> Sorry, guys. My phone was cutting out. But yeah, no, no. I I, I am just seeing them lose it three times in ten years. I'm just feeling numb. I'm heartbroken. I mean it's it's just it's just devastating. And the fashion mm. that they've lost the last three Super Bowls. You don't want to get blown out.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking. I and I said this jokingly to Evan Curtis. I said, uh, you know, 49ers lose that game 31-10. <laughs> I think we're all coming yeah. in just saying, you oh, we weren't good enough. Yeah. Let's move on. Exactly.
4: Right. So I'm almost feeling, and you guys will know this stat, I, I'm literally almost feeling, what was the stat that the Detroit Lions hadn't won a playoff game in, was it like 50 years or 40 years?
3: So it, a was road since playoff, Barry game. it was since yeah.
1: Barry Sanders. They won a playoff game with Barry Sanders. I don't know about a road game, though.
3: But road game was 50-something years. Okay.
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, Exactly. So, so that is how I am starting to feel as a Niner fan. Like, we anticipate and expect all of the success and then we make it to the big one and it's just tragic fashion every time but the points that i wanted to raise today guys just going you guys were talking a lot about Kyle Shanahan's call to uh, take the ball first yeah honest to honest to god i genuinely like the call the okay. entire drive i mean we're moving the ball we're moving the ball we get that route, almost a wheel route, in the flat to Christian McCaffrey. He goes up the sideline for 25, 30 yards. I mean, they are rolling, and I am literally feeling so confident. Wow. And and then it bogged down due to uh, pass protection breakdowns. And I don't think that that's on Kyle. You can't anticipate your right tackle just letting the, the Chiefs' best defender straight through untouched, right? Right. Um, so, so my, I guess my point there is, I like the aggressive call because you know, okay, we're we're going down with the intention to score. Mahomes, he's going to touch the ball, and if they score, we do get the ball, the last possession. So, I do, I do like that, honestly. That's but fair. The last thing, Steiny, you Yo. did ask. You were like, what? In, what is the most frustrating yes. thing since we've since the loss, right? Yeah. I, I saw this stat on social media last night This could be bogus, but apparently the Chiefs' offensive line has not been called for holding once in three Super Bowl appearances.
3: Yeah, we've yeah, we that.
4: If, <laughs> dude, if that's true, that is literally laughable. Like, I, I, I can't get over that. Did, it it is, did the
1: hey, 49ers hey, get right. called this for night. a hold Sunday?
3: Yeah, yeah Trent Williams.
1: Possession. Yeah, okay.
3: Trent Williams right out the gate. Because I know they
1: had some false starts. Yeah. How many holds did they have? Trent Trent was one of them, wow. though, yeah. and that was that was obvious. Be better at your job. By yeah. the way, I can't thank a bunch of people. Oh boy, a bunch of people sent me stuff on Instagram that was just With like, Trent. yeah, we have Trent Williams basically saying. <laughs> you know what wasn't just the two false starting? Like he got manhandled all game. Hey, you there gotta were stop these, blocking these.
3: people on IG. I'm driving in this morning, my buddy goes, Guru, can you send this to Tiny? He kinda has me blocked where I
1: can't send him stuff. Uh, let me get the name. I go okay. my own partner. Uh Kevin's in San Francisco. What's up, Kevin? How are you? Hey
0: guys. Hey guys,
1: how's it going?
0: Hey, going well. Well, I've been listening to you for the last uh several days. All right. You know, especially with this with this blame thing and come on guys. That was, a, you know, Brock Purdy, that was his first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, for the first three quarters, yeah. he was handling this business. Nobody was perfect on either side. We, got, we even got Kansas City frustrated to the tight end running into his coach. We did everything. He may not If we had scored that touchdown in overtime, we would have won it. But we kicked the field goal. The only problem was is our defense could not stop Mahomes. And what did Mahomes do? The same thing Brock Purdy did to Detroit. He ran the ball.
3: Hey, listen, before you hang up, let me me get something for you, too. I'm surprised you didn't talk about, I hear you, but I disagree. The offensive line didn't show up. That third and five from the nine, you get that first. You know, it's over. You got them burning timeouts. They blew that collectively, but you, you, you didn't mention them, the O line.
0: Well, that's the thing about it. Everybody made mistakes exactly. throughout the whole right, game. But okay. we, had, right. we had Kansas City frustrated. You did. We could have won that game if the defense could have made a stop on Mahomes.
1: Take a listen. Hey, Kevin, take a listen to this text that just came in right before you called. Because I think, I think this is kind of where you're, uh, you're coming from. And I am, too, in a way. Uh, from the 408, Patrick Mahomes, second year in the league. He loses an AFC championship game to Tom Brady. Brock Purdy, second year in the league has just lost a Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes. There's levels to the game. I think you have to struggle sometimes in the playoffs before you can break through. Could that and just think, could it be as simple as that? Learned a
0: lot. Brock learned a lot. Brock has learned a lot in this game. He brought. He, Brock has learned a lot.
3: Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate your call. Appreciate you listening. Yeah, we both gave thumbs up to Purdy's performance. No
1: turnover. Like, I fine. didn't say he was MVP, but he. He was like, of all the play- How about this? Go ahead. Of all man. the players on the Niners, what players resembled who they were in the regular season? And what players kind of didn't look like that? Can I go first? Purdy looked like he looked in the regular season to me. Check. Okay. All right.
3: But can I – and
1: people are going to come down That may road. be okay. it. What about Bosa? No. I, I
3: thought Bosa had a good showing. Nah, Fred not not Warner. good enough. And, I mean, That's just me. There was one more thing I was going to give to you. Oh, it was uh, Chris Cashman on IG that sent me the video of uh, Trent Williams. He wanted me to send to you. Getting manhandled? Uh, yeah. Which which highlight? I'll send it to
1: you. There's about seven of them. But – um. Darn it! I think that let me ask Forty Nine er fans another thing here about, and and this one's, this one's one where, you know, I think you can take everything positively or negatively. So you you know, you lost to the Chiefs five years ago in nineteen. You lost on on Sunday. I think is is part of the frustration. This there's really nothing to do. Like you just lost the Super Bowl. There's a lot of frustration, but we all know if we've been watching the Niners for the last couple years. They're pretty much gonna come back next year and and try it again. There probably won't be a there won't be a monster reaction to this loss. They won't be like you know what. Well, now we know Purdy can't get it done. Let's get another quarterback in here. It's not gonna that you know what. Kyle Shanahan can't get it done. Let's get another coach. They 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 took care of Steve Wilkes. All right, he's no longer the. But by and large, there's. There aren't going to be any major ramifications to this loss, either coaching or personnel. I agree, one hundred percent. But what's scary about that, Steiny, is Green
3: Bay's going to do something. Kansas City's going to enhance their 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 weaponry outside. You would think all the other teams are getting Detroit. You got to deal with so. That's not the slogan for every other team that was almost knocked you off, or that will be trying to knock you off. What's next year? But you my know? point is, okay, I, you're then, telling the truth. T-
1: tell me some changes they can make where they'll be better. Oh, I. That's why I said what you said uh, is is valid, and that's why I think you like the 49ers can be better next year if Brock Purdy improves, if the young guys get better, maybe I you. Takes it to the next level next year. Are
3: they going to improve their O
1: line? I know. They I think, gotta, they, ha- I think th- they will. It's
3: a must, but it ain't just about drafting, Stoney. It's about that whoever you draft, you know, coming in. I, I'll t- I'll save this for later. I remember I was going to ask you if you had to give Brock Purdy a check now, would you?
1: No. And that's where I'm at. Well, that don't I said, mean
3: I'm not believing it. I need to
1: see more, Matt. See, I said I, and talk. We're going to gonna ask. We're going to ask uh, Ted Wynn of right. the Athletic. He's coming on. At noon, uh, a lot about Purdy and and what you do with him, yeah. and maybe what the if you end up paying him at the end of next year, what that means for other players on the team, whether you can keep them or whether you you can't keep them. Like I I I always I'll tell you what he said this two or three years ago, and now it's become something that's I'm fixated on. It was when Bob Myers said, you know, why make you don't have to make a decision until you have to. Well, that's I Brandon Ayoub. You, you have to make a decision until you have to. That's Brandon
3: you they could, they could take care of him this offseason if they wanted to, Stoney. Right. So Purdy? Nothing
1: to do with Purdy. Come back. Huh? You ain't, we ain't paying you now. There's nothing to do with Purdy. Come back and quarterback the team and try to win a Super Bowl, right. and then we'll talk about it. Or come back, quarterback the team, we'll come up short again, and then we'll figure out how much we think you're worth. But that's. I think that's another thing that's, uh, that's a part of this is – there's not a lot. There's not a lot you can do without dismantling a team that has been to a championship game for the last five years. How much do you want to dismantle? Well, you gotta go get you a
3: DC, Stani, that fits. And that defensive coordinator won't have the luxury of having Dre Greenlaw week one, you know what I mean? So you're already kind of
1: starting out the gate hampered. But I look at I look at their defense and say, you know what? They've had a really good defense for five years. Are are, you, are we saying right now? And I'm being honest. Are we saying right now that this version of the 49ers defense under Steve Wilkes oh, wasn't nearly as good as it's been for the last four years under Sala or Ryan's? 'Cause it feels like I don't know it don't feels know. like some people aren't even ready to say that
3: now. But something changed this year. They were phenomenal. they were great this year. And I keep thinking of Evan when we did the show together, not front runners in a bad way, but just like they were a different defense when they had the lead as opposed to what we saw in the playoffs. Stop,
6: yep. Real quick, not to get you yeah, off yeah. Sure, sure, So sure. D'Amico Ryans from yep. the years twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two, the opponent's points per game, eighteen point nine. Steve Wilkes this year. 17.5. Damn. Under Ryan's, 305.3 uh, yards for the uh, opposition per game. Under Steve Wilkes, 303. Yeah. So, if you want to just go by the numbers, Steve Wilkes' defense was better. Yeah. To me, yeah. it was just like, yeah, they've had a good defense the last five years. But let me tell you, you
3: two both this. To Spadoni's point, and I don't know if he has it there. But I bet you uh, Salah and D'Amico Ryans, I know for a fact just vivid in the Guru computer, they didn't have a first-half Detroit debacle in the first half on their resume. You know what I mean? When they went in the playoffs, they were more like the defense they were in the regular season. And I really believe that Detroit performance, Donnie, you can tell me if you disagree or not. That, that did a long – that was the shovel to start digging the grave of, man. This we, 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 Hey, we can win it all, but there's going to be some changes. I don't remember Sala and D'Amico. Uh-huh. They played Green Bay in Minnesota, and the defense was I stout. Mean, you like, know? Here's where i got
1: to come and say, they didn't get it done either. Well. Sala and D'Amico Ryan's these great, great, great – so great. They didn't get it done. Uh-huh. They didn't – they weren't defensive coordinators of a winning Super Bowl team. And I would disagree with you slightly – I think this thing's been building all year. The Wilkes. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Uh let's go to uh let's go to Anthony and Marin. What's up, Anthony? How you doing, man?
5: Hey guys, I uh love what you guys do. It's so entertaining and oh, uh I've wow. been listening and oh my god, this is this is cathartic. It's part of the healing process. Yay. So I appreciate you guys <laughs> guiding us through this. <laughs> but I had uh One comment and one question that I think is is hopefully additive to this great dialogue. But the first one, uh, the comment is, you know, regardless of Kyle's decision on that overtime possession, Mm -hmm. right, wrong, indifferent, what it really revealed, and we've all seen in hindsight, it clearly pointed to a team that was not prepared for that moment. Correct. They had played out all their chess moves, and the discrepancy between the uh, Chiefs, and the elation. I mean, they could not believe themselves like what just went down. Oh. And if you could only imagine the, la- the 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 dialogue and the confusion and the, the chatter on the sidelines of the Niners when they were still confused, that confusion, like it or not, goes right into the huddle. This this was evident not- that I'd have to believe the entire coaching staff did not even fully understand the rules. I, I,
1: okay. I am with you there, and I'll take it a step further. And not only... Might have led to a little confusion on the 49ers. It gave the Chiefs confidence.
3: <laughs> Just boy. The
1: Chiefs had been preparing all year. Hey, you know, if we lose this toss, they're going to give us the ball so that they know what they have to do to win. You lose the toss and you get what you want anyway. That's why they were running off the field. They want the ball. Okay. They want the you ball. You got to play
3: that on the other side again, man. Just hearing that. am pretty short. All right, but that's just incredible. It was like a turnover. You're right. It gave them a shot like Pete's Coffee.
1: Yeah. Uh, Gary's in Daly City. Actually, you know what, Gary? Let me hold you to the other side. I'll give you a uh, then I'll give you a fair crack at it, Gary, in Daly City. 888-957-9570 is the number coming up on, in an hour. Uh, Ted Wen, he's an NFL staff writer for the Athletic. He specializes in X's and O's. He's he's a film guy through and through, and I can't wait to hear what he has to say about. Who was open? Did Purdy miss guys? Uh, was there not enough separation? All those kind of things. You can also check out his latest story on the Chiefs' defensive game plan and Steve Spagnolo, uh, which helped him beat the 49ers in Super Bowl uh, 58. 888-957-9570 is the number. A reminder, you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, you can watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by free First NorCal Credit Union that segment was also brought to you by Safeway 49ers in a shambles
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch visit your local T-Mobile store today